This show is brought to you in part by top-ranked podcast called Ventured, a series produced by iconic venture capital firm Kleiner Perkins, who's invested in Google, Amazon, Twitter, and Uber. The Ventured podcast takes a close look at some of the fastest-growing tech trends in Silicon Valley, as well as behind-the-scenes interviews with tech giants from companies like Netflix and Google. You can find the show by searching Ventured on iTunes or SoundCloud. Built around the concept that you can have everything in life you want, if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Well, remember, you were born to win. But in order to be the winner you were born to be, you got to plan to win, you got to prepare to win, and then and only then can you legitimately expect to win. You see, with integrity, you do the right thing. When you do the right thing, there's no guilt. With integrity, you have nothing to fear because you have nothing to hide. See, folks, failure is an event. It's not a person. Yesterday really did end last night. Today's a brand new day, and it's yours. Friends, welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and it is my unique privilege to bring today's profound message to you. The Ziggler Show is founded on what Zig Ziggler, the world's most prolific motivator, devoted his life to, inspiring your true performance. You can have the best tools, uh, resources, and even opportunity, but unless you are truly inspired, you'll be hopeful but remain where you are. What is the definition of inspired? Listen to this. To influence or animate with an idea or purpose. Did you hear that? Animate with a purpose. If you want to take action, you have to know and be motivated by true purpose. That's deep, folks, and it is why you are here. Let's dig in and change your world so you can change this world. We need all you've got to offer desperately. Friends, over time, over 100,000 people will listen to this one episode of The Ziggler Show. But right now, in the coming weeks, it'll be about 35,000. And for you, we're in the height of the holidays. So Ziggler's gift to you is hope. The title of today's show is Everything Affects Everything Else. And the core of it all, as you'll hear, is hope. This is not a microwave solution. It's not 10 steps to a result I mean, results that we often don't get because the foundational step is you, is me, is us. And if we're not aptly equipped personally, the best steps and perfect circumstances are pretty much just, well, pissing in the wind. I mean, how's that for Christmas cheer? But you know what? Really, it is. It's awesome. It's what we all need to hear, me included. I mean, folks, I I listen to Zig constantly. It's incredible. I'm well paid to listen and give commentary to Zig Ziglar's messages. And I get to interview and break down the messages of others uh, like Zig, as, as like Dave Ramsey, Andy Andrews, Tom Rath, and, and more. I get to get into their business. And you know what I have unequivocally found? These guys are average, flawed, weak, hurt, handicapped, mortal people. But for some reason, they just dared to hope. Not, not believe, not be certain, but just a little hope, just enough to act. And, you know, I, I think people often want to think that the world is conspiring to help them. And I don't know that I see that to be true. God is, you know, and his saints like Zig, but the world we live in is by far and large, not 
making an effort to help us, to help us uh, believe. It just wants us to go with the flow. But if you will, like in one of my favorite movies, uh, We Bought a Zoo, and, and in there there's a quote that says, if we will just have 20 seconds of insane courage and dare to believe more for ourselves, we'll rise. Like our, our, I think our souls inherently know we should and are capable of. And on that note, I just spent time with Tom Ziegler and the Ziegler team planning out some of the 2016 objectives. One of the hottest things happening at Ziegler that's radically changing people's lives for the better is the Ziegler Legacy Certification Course. I mean, people spend tens of thousands of dollars on formal degrees that they hope will gain them more success and, and work in there for their lives. For much less than that, you can equip yourself to perform at the top and get the Ziegler brand behind you, literally. Uh, there's going to be four courses in 2016 limited to 25 people each. The next one is March 14th through the 18th, 2016, and we expect uh, that one, and we'll soon be t uh, releasing the dates on the other ones, that those will fill up fairly quickly. Uh, so you can get details at ZieglerCertified.com. All right. That's ZieglerCertified.com. And I encourage you to just fill out the inquiry form and really talk through the details. There's no hard sell because you actually have to qualify to come there. So inquiring is purely informational, but this is one of those lifetime events and catalysts that most people don't ever do in their lives. This is one of them. You have the opportunity to check it out and significantly alter and evolve your life, who you are, what you do in your lifetime. I mean, it's your legacy to make or break. And I invite you to uh, let's, let's make your legacy greater. ZiegglerCertified.com. All right, now, folks, I'm going to give you 10 minutes of pure Zig, a guy who dared to hope, and it changed him so much he devoted his life to helping others hope. All right, here you go. Ted Hempstead, one of the psychologists that I sometimes reference frequently, as a matter of fact, he says you can't change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing from negative talking to positive talking. To do that, you must change the input from negative to positive. Change the input. What I'm going to encourage you to do is to take the tapes that come uh, with us as part of this program and listen over and over and over. Repetition is the mother of learning. That makes it the father of action. That means it is the architect of accomplishment, and that is so important. Now, when I pointed out, you know, all I did was lose one and nine-tenths ounces on average every day. Now, obviously, some days I didn't. Some days I lost a whole lot more. I changed some of my eating habits. I discovered that my body retains ice cream. You know, and, and <laughs> when I discovered that, then I, I made a, another decision along those lines. Uh, I got on a jogging program, exercise program. I, uh, I, I do a little weight lifting. I had to ease up on that because a lot of folks thought I was on steroids and, you know, uh, uh, I was booking up, and, and you know, you can't, uh, uh, you ain't got your reputation you got to, uh, to be concerned about. But the bottom line, when I gave the uh, weight loss example, the four people here who are overweight thought to yourself, and I know that didn't include the 97 that uh, wondered if I was talking about you, but anyhow, uh, you said to yourself, you know, I could do that. I could lose one in nine-tenths ounces a day, and hope is born. And when hope is born, action follows. No hope, no action. 
the salesperson with no hope of making a sale is not going to make the call. And if he does, he makes it very reluctantly with a negative attitude instead of a positive one. The youngster who has no hope of passing won't study. I mean, why bother? You got to have that hope. Now, encouragement is the fuel on which that hope runs. When that encouragement is coming along every single day, that's when some things that really will happen in your life. I want to emphasize that what we aim for is to get more of the things that money will buy. Now, a lot of people, uh, you know, and I agree with this. I don't think money is the most important thing in life, but it's reasonably close to oxygen. Uh, I, I mean, you know, uh, when you need it, uh, you need it, all right? Now, I've got to confess, I like the things that money buys. I like to wear nice clothes, drive a nice car, live in a nice house, take the redhead out to uh, nice restaurants, take nice vacations, play golf at a country club. I love all of those things, and all of them cost money. But I love the things money won't buy. See, money bought me a really nice house. It won't buy me a home. Money will buy me a companion, but it won't buy me a friend. It'll buy me a bed. It won't buy me a good night's sleep. It'll buy me a good time, but it won't buy me peace of mind. I'm so grateful to be able to say that I've got many of the things that money will buy, but all of the things that money won't buy. You see, you can get everything money buys without a lick of character. You can't get any of the things that money won't buy without character. That is so critical in our life when we start looking at all of the things that we really do want. Now, I want to emphasize that you got to be the right kind of person. you got to do the right thing in order to have all that life has to offer. I want to say this simply to you. I've asked this question literally on every continent that has people in it. What is it that you want in life? Across the board, people say, I want to be happy and I want to be healthy. I want to be at least reasonably prosperous and I want to be secure. I want to have friends. I want to have peace of mind. I want to have good family relationships and the hope that the future is going to be even better. I need to love and I need to be loved. Well, how can you be loved? Well, I use a little analogy that does a couple of things. When I greet people, whether it's 9 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock at night, Whether I'm in Auckland, New Zealand or Augusta, Maine, I always greet them the same way. Nine o'clock at night, I will say, good morning. And 85% of them by actual count will either respond good morning or they will start to say good morning. And then they say, not morning. I'll say then, why did you say morning? They said, because you said morning. I said, yeah, that makes a marvelous point. You go out in life looking for friends, they'll be very scarce. You go out in life to be a friend, they'll be everywhere. Because what you send out is exactly what you're going to get back. In life, you really can have everything in life you want if and only if you help enough other people get what they want. To get all of these things, you got to deal with your personal life, your family, and your career. you got to look at the financial, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. you got to look at all of them. I was amused a few years ago when two presidential candidates debated family values, and neither one of them could identify family values. And the reason they couldn't is very simple. There's no such thing as family values. 
as we will see, the qualities that will make you a good husband, wife, mom, or dad are the qualities that will make you a very successful executive or employee where you work. Now, there are additional skills that you pick up, but the actual qualities, the character qualities, will help you be successful wherever you are. The same person that leaves home to go to work in the morning is the same person that leaves work and come home at night. So we want to look at that. Now, we take all of these things that everybody wants, and what we do is we organize them and put them in balance. Now, for example, here's what I'm getting at. You'll discover that uh, your personal life affects your family life. Your family life affects your business life. The business affects you physically. The physical affects your mental. The mental affects you spiritual. The spiritual affects you financial. The financial affects your personal life. And, and then it turns around it comes back the other way. Everything affects everything else. Now, I challenge you, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever it is that you do, try to connect two that don't connect with each other. Do you believe for one moment that your personal life doesn't affect your spiritual life and vice versa? Don't you know that your financial life affects your business and your business affects your financial? That your financial affects your mental and the mental affects the family? Everything affects everything else. Now, a lot of people complain about lack of time. I'm here to tell you, folks, it's not lack of time, it's lack of direction. And we'll get into that more as we move along here. Now, what we want to do is understand you got to have a game plan. And the game plan should include, as we've already talked about earlier, when you have the synergy that comes from the balance, then good things are going to happen. Then if you'll put God in the very center of everything you do, because he's in it anyhow, but if you go ahead and invite him to come on in, it's amazing what that will do in each phase of your life. Takes a plan. Dave Jensen of UCLA, and we report on him in the book Over the Top, did a study on all of the people who come to the Peter Lowe Success Seminars. Now, we have such a wide range of, of people. I'm privileged to speak on all of them. Now, what he found was this, and we found that we had psychiatrists and truck drivers there. We had household executives and we had entrepreneurs. We had government workers. We had the military. We had civil service. Uh, we had uh, CEOs of big companies, little bitty companies, high school students, college professors. We had every imaginable walk of life. You know, everybody's got goals. You know, bank robbers have goals. Alcoholics and drug addicts have goals. But those with a balanced goals program earned an average out of all of those professions of $7,401 a month. And this is validated in academia. Those without a goals program earned an average of $3,397 a month. Less than half as much as those with a program. But in addition to that, though, folks with a balanced goals program were happier and healthier and got along better with the folks at home. Now, why would that be? How does that bring about balance? It's very simple. When you have got your objectives clearly defined and a game plan on how you get there, you just don't sweat the small stuff. You let them go right by the board, you know. You clearly understand that uh, those things are just part of life. They happen to a lot of people, and it does take a plan in order for it to get there. Basically, what I'm talking about is you run your day by the clock, your life with a vision. Did you know that legal immigrants in America are over four times as likely to become millionaires in America as are the people who are born here? And this is true whether they're from the uh, Pacific Rim, whether they're from Central or South America, whether they're from Africa, the Middle East, or Europe, or Scandinavia. Four times as likely. Why? 
They leave friends and contacts and associates frequently behind. They come into a different culture, a different climate, different language. I mean, a little bit of everything is absolutely different. But they come with a dream. Like Ben Feldman, they started adding to it. When they left home, they knew they were going to get rich in America because they've been watching TV. They know everybody gets rich in America, and they come here. You know the first thing they do? They pick up the morning news or whatever paper is sold in that area. They read about the job opportunity. They get excited. Well, there's a job that pays seven bucks an hour. Can you believe that? Seven dollars for just an hour's work? Well, I work three days at home for that. Man, a lot. I not only will work eight hours a day, I'll work 12 hours a day. I'll go to the community college. I'll get more education. I'll learn the language. I will invest my money carefully. I will live frugally. And the bottom line is step by step by step. They do these things. And by the time they realize we've got problems in America, it's too late. They've already made it. You see, we got to have those dreams. We got to have them. We got to expand our vision. We got to do something. Well, just what can we do in order to have all of these things and do these things? Well, remember, you were born to win. But in order to be the winner you were born to be, you got to plan to win, you got to prepare to win, and then and only then can you legitimately expect to win. If you're a football fan, statistically speaking, we do know that over 20% of all of the points scored in the NFL are scored in the last two minutes of the half and in the last two minutes of the game. In four minutes, they score three times as fast as they score any other four minutes of the game. Why? Because all week long, they plan that two-minute offense. All week long, they prepare to score. And by the end of the week, they fully expect when the last two minutes come there, they're going to go and score. And that is exactly what happens. we got to plan. we got to prepare. Okay, folks, I have pulled out a handful of statements Zig made in that clip that deserve some focus. Uh, and I want to talk through some of that with you. Uh, first, I want to thank Braintree for supporting the Ziegler show. We've got a lot of business owners and independent uh, contractors in the Ziegler audience. And for those who are have businesses where they're taking payments online, you need to check out Braintree. It is the source for easy mobile payments. I mean, why not use the same simple payment solution as Uber and Airbnb and GitHub that helped them become what they are today? So Braintree makes mobile payments fast, easy, seamless. You can add it to your app with just a few lines of, of code, literally, and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, they're going to support that too. So Braintree, they got fast payouts, continuous support. That means that you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth dollar. Uh, you'll see fewer abandoned shopping carts and more sales with Braintree's best in-class mobile checkout experience. So check it out at braintreepayments.com slash Ziggler. That's braintreepayments.com slash Ziggler. So folks, in the clip, Zig reference, uh, this, this is a statement. He says, you can't change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing from negative talking to positive talking. And from that, you must change from negative input to positive input. Then he says, and, and I dramatically highlight this, he says, listen, and this is in regards to positive input, listen over and over and over. Repetition is the mother of learning and the father of action. Did you hear that? Repetition. I'll repeat it. Repetition is the mother of learning and the father of action. 
I mean, folks, this is ancient advertising knowledge, basic stuff here. I mean, depending on the platform, people in it, with advertising initiatives, we know that they're not going to respond till you know the fifth time or the eighth time or even the 15th time. I mean, businesses, think about this. Businesses spend billions of dollars on this truth, billions. They'd love to save money and do one ad that just says, hey, here we are. This is what we can do for you. Here's how to come buy what we have. Uh, they'd love to just do that. But they know the truth, and so they do the absolute necessary required repetition that costs a lot of money, but they do it in order to get any results. That's just, that's a fact. So what about us? I mean, why don't we follow that truth? Why don't we take a message and a truth that we need and put it on repeat? I mean, we as a culture voraciously want the next thing when it comes to information. We want the latest today, new, which I understand. I, I do too, naturally. But then think about, uh, think about this, think about movies that really impact us. You know, why do we want to watch them over and over? We want to revisit what impacted us, what was funny and made us laugh, what was meaningful and touched our heart, what made us cry and resonated with our soul, what scared us and made us feel, what intrigued us and made us think. And my, and my favorite, what influenced us with a redemptive truth that changed us. So, so on that note, think about it. I mean, what do you need? What do you want? You know, I have a collection, speaking of movies, that, that make me aspire to more. They make me strengthen my convictions. They make me want to be a better husband, father, friend, leader. Make me want to be a better man. And I watch them again and again. Uh, it, honestly, I, I often will slip one in as I'm in the living room after uh, kids are in bed and stuff. And I'll have one playing that I know it well, but it just it, it alters my, my state of mind. And I'll have it on while I'm crafting some of these shows, writing them. And it's the same thing with music. I'll do it there. But finding, so for, for you thinking about that, finding messages of guidance, inspiration, motivation that, you know, help you support you towards the direction that you want to go and repeating them instead of going on to the next book, the next blog, the next podcast, the next video. I mean, and, you know, even if you do, I mean, of course I, I like new stuff too. I like hearing new things. That's fun and inspirational too, but to make sure that the, you repeat the ones that you really need. Give them reverence. Listen until you believe them, those messages. You own them and take them onto yourself and take action and change your life. Then find something new, but never leave those important ones. Those are foundational for you. Uh, and then this right here, honestly, I think it's the most important action point in this show is right there. We, we, can, we can stop there and be good on you taking action on something to, to, to lessen maybe some of the new input and put on repeat the things that you really need to digest and take for yourself. But you don't have to stop listening because wait, there's more. Uh, you'd miss the most, I think the most important message in this show. So Zig said in this clip, listen to, he said, when hope is born, action follows. All right. So that's one of those things he said, you know, right on stage and he goes on to the next thing, but stop there. I mean, screech to a halt for a moment. I mean, when hope is born, action follows hope folks is a precursor to belief and that's a quote by me inspired by zig but it's true hope is the precursor to belief hope is not however belief it's getting close it's on the way and it's often enough uh, it's faith enough to take action and and folks but here's a big piece a big uh, it's, this is important you don't have to fully believe to take action i think we get caught up in that sometimes think okay we got to be certain we got to fully believe that we can do it to take action no you just have to have enough belief just enough to move forward 
you know, and ultimately maybe to, to, to jump, but just a, a baby step that you don't have to fully believe. So the point is though, first to seek hope. So if you don't have hope enough to believe a little and move forward towards something you, you would like to achieve, I'd say quit messing around with anything else. You don't need a step-by-step how to on an initiative until you have this. So what is it you desire secretly, openly, whatever? I mean, what do you want? What do you dream of? What are you bitter about not having? What do you think you deserve? However you need to look at it, it's, it should, there should be something there. Whatever it is, step back and let's simply simplify and focus. I mean, your mission, your mission, should you choose to accept it, which you do, or you wouldn't be here listening to this show. You'd be listening to some shallow ear candy. Your mission is to find hope towards something you want to achieve. A slight smidgen of hope that will give you a slight smidgen of belief that you could actually possibly do it. And maybe it's not even saying, you know what, I've got to get to myself to where I believe I can be that thing or do that thing. How about just enough belief to think, you know what, I can at least move towards it. I can knock. That's one of my favorite terminologies on something that I am contemplating going forward to or a decision uh, making is saying, you know what, I'm going to knock. I'm not going to even fully commit, but I'm going to at least move forward and knock enough to see if there is an open door, if there is a possibility. I love that aspect of that. Just, just go forward and knock, but, but to move forward towards whatever it is you think might be worthy for your life. So back to movies, um, how, uh, how many are there that hinge on this perspective, right? Think about it. A character who wants something and dares to believe it just might be possible. They don't have it all figured out. They don't have great circumstances or support. They're often, you know, have overwhelming obstacles that gives really slim chances for the thing being achieved but they're either brave enough or stupid enough to dare to move forward towards something. And honestly, I think stupid's fine too. It's better than all of us smart people who see a possibility for failure. And as a result, we just do nothing. I'll take stupidity. I also own Forrest Gump. Love that movie. That's a big point there, folks. Huge. When hope is born, action follows. All right, next. So Zig says, encouragement. And if you've listened to Zig, you've heard him talk about this. Encouragement is the fuel on which hope runs. It's another one of those. Uh, it's more than a nugget. It's, it's, it's a gold mine that he puts out there on stage that, uh, we got to take captive. That's what we get to do in the show is take those messages captive. So encouragement is a fuel on which hope runs. I mean, friends, the truth is most people do not have encouragement, not from a spouse or friends or parents or anyone, employer, coworkers, I mean, encouragement is in shorter supply than street blocks without a McDonald's or Starbucks, far, far less than that, which means you have to be in a lot of ways, your own encouragement, which is why you're here listening. Uh, Zig Ziglar, I think is the patron saint of encouragement and he's given it to you here. So I'll say I'm the junior assistant to the saint of all encouragement. I mean, this isn't Pollyanna evangelism. It's, it's, it's not unfounded motivation. It's not blowing sunshine up your hindquarters. I mean, Zig's corny quote, though, of God don't make no junk is just, it's absolute truth. I mean, if you'll simply believe in a higher power that didn't take the time to, uh, or, or believe a higher power didn't take their time to create you just to be filler, that right there alone gives you grounds of hope. I mean, grounds that, that pass far beyond you know, your parents and upbringing and circumstances and self-image and wounding and programming and just everything. I mean, if you don't have personal encouragement in your life, I, I'm sorry. 
I mean, I'm heartfelt sorry, but then it's going to have to be up to you for now to do that. And I'd ask you to try doing it for others also that will help you get it returned. Um, that's encouragement. You've got to think about, it. you've got to find a way to encourage yourself. That goes back to Zig's self-talk cards, uh, which you can always get at Ziggler.com forward slash self-talk. They are free and they are life-changing. Okay. Zig's next point. Uh, I'm going to make a call out first though, to lynda.com L Y N D A. So one, uh, once you have some of this hope that we're talking about addressed, then you're ready for tangible step-by-step guidance. So lynda.com, it's a leading online learning platform. They got over 3000 on demand video courses to help you strengthen your business technology and creative skills. Lynda.com is popular with people who like to solve problems for the curious, for people who want to make things happen. I mean, maybe you want to master Excel or learn negotiation tactics or build a website or boost your Photoshop skills. Your lynda.com membership, it will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics all for one flat rate. So whether you're looking to become an industry expert or you're passionate about a hobby or you just want to learn something new, visit lynda.com slash Ziggler. Sign up for your free 10-day trial. Okay, L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash Z-I-G-L-A-R. All right, so next, Zig says, you've got to be the right kind of person. You got to do the right thing in order to have all that life has to offer. And folks, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one, but I want to point out, I mean, our culture and media's focus is not usually necessarily focused on doing the right thing. We're often just looking at what it is more we want out of life, right? Getting all of life uh, has to offer. I don't think that that's generally working for folks. We see success come to those who are looking at doing the right thing. Now, obviously you can become a celebrity and have some money by not doing the right thing. You can, you can make that your goal and make a million by being a villain or a tyrant or a flash in the pan or a scandal, you know, for a moment it can gain you some grand pleasures, but it obviously proven over and over again, uh, it won't get you joy and fulfillment and an honored legacy. You can get a, you can get a scandalous, shameful legacy. We have presidents of the United States with that. You can be infamous Um, and, and some people would choose that over mediocrity and anonymity. I understand that pull, but I know that's not your goal. It's not mine either. If you're shooting for anything, why would you shoot for that? Why not go after valor and honor and legacy and love? And of course, that's what we all want. And, you know, think about that though. I mean, to, to go after that, we, it's, it's having a legacy. It doesn't have to be a worldwide legacy. How about just in your country or your state or your city or your county? How about just your home? How about having a friend or a spouse or a child testify to your legacy? You know, on that, I got to share a story. This happened to me yesterday, literally, and talk about uh, encouragement for the efforts that sometimes you don't know if they're going to pay off to to create a legacy. So I've been a, a lifetime athlete. I was a pro cyclist for many years. And suffers from some old injuries from uh, getting hit by cars and hitting the pavement at high speeds. And so I'm working diligently to strengthen my core, but I still deal with chronic back issues. And even though I'm in pretty tip top shape, stuff still happens. So I was trying to mount a snow plow to my Jeep with my 20 year old son a few weeks ago. And we were in the snow and slipped a little bit and ended up holding this thing kind of by myself, trying to manhandle it on there and just hurt my back uh, again. 
So in my weightlifting, I have problems doing uh, heavy weighted squats because of my back. And now it's even worse, but I want to work my legs out hard. They're strong. I want to keep them that way. So I went looking for a leg press machine, found one on Craigslist. It was two hours away, sent my son there to pick it up, uh, asked him he's home from home from college right now. So we went up there. So I get this text. This happened literally 24 hours ago from recording this, this show right now. This guy sends me this. He says, uh, Caleb, that's my son. He said, Caleb arrived. We loaded it up and he's on his way home with the leg press. My boys are nine and seven. If they turn out half as polite and helpful as Caleb, I'll consider this life a success. Uh, Knock me over. You know, I mean, friends, I've got, I've got big goals. I mean, I'm, I just turned 45 and being courted for book deals and speaking engagements. And the show's going through the roof. I have another business that's doing really well. But aside from that, if I die tomorrow, I can't ask for much more than what I just got that right there. That, that comes out of my home. I mean, I've, I'm feeling the glory of, of efforts to do the right thing. And, uh, you know, on that note, if you heard Andy Andrews, that was our last show. Uh, on Ziegler's show. I think that was the one right before this. He made a statement that just stuck right after the interview uh, or a couple days after that interview, I was down in Texas at Ziegler headquarters and Tom Ziegler and I were out for coffee and ended up talking about what Andy said. And it was this statement. He said, our goal is not to raise great kids. It's to raise great adults. You could say, sure, but man, that's not what we say. So I'm going to raise great kids. No, I want to raise great adults. So you know, my oldest son's 20. Uh, then I've got a 19 year old daughter and then kids down from there. But with those older ones, I'm starting to see the efforts. Uh, I'm seeing if, if my efforts to do, to do the right thing as a parent, which was not always giving my kids what they wanted and bending to them I'm, to see if they paid off, uh, man, the food for the soul. So going back to Zig's, you know, aspect of doing the right thing, there's no more fulfillment. I think when we see the results of trying to do that, and sometimes it feels fruitless and, and doubtful. Uh, and on that note, we've got a great show on parenting coming up. It's the next one of the next couple shows. It's going to be awesome for those of you who, who are parents, especially. So Zig, uh, another statement he makes, you know, or, or just a question he asks is what, what is it you want in your life? And uh, if you didn't listen to it or pay attention, listen to Zig's list. It's a great primer to do your own. All right. But as we near the end of the year here, goal setting, it's a huge piece of Zig's message is setting goals, right? But don't let setting goals overwhelm you too. I think a lot of people, and I've done this myself, you get so overwhelmed by it. it, You just put it off, you know, but you know what? You can whip out a piece of paper and list out what you want from life. This, this next year, five years from now, or by the time you die, I mean, don't get caught up in doing goals, planning, right? Um, I mean, my, uh, my, my best friend, uh, and a guy I'm partnered with in a business, he's a, he's a doctor, a revolutionary doctor. If you ask him, Hey, what exercise is best? He'll say, well, whichever one you'll keep doing, uh, same with this, with goals. I mean, if it motivates you to write out what you want from life this next year, next month, next year, do that. If it's more tangible or exciting or palatable to write out what you want in, in five years or 10 years, great. If, if you want to write out what you want to have achieved by your deathbed, fine. It's not a right or wrong. It's just making an effort to get a course charted, get a vision set to, to go, to go forward on. And, and we're going to mention more of that in just a second, but we get this zinger from Zig is what came next in the clip. He says, what you send out is exactly what you're going to get back. I mean, folks, this is show number 352. 
The next one, I think, uh, show number 353, we talk with renowned author of Strengths Finder 2.0, Tom Rath, and he spends much time talking about the value and necessity of positive interactions. But listen to that again. I mean, it's really hard for me to put that uh, perspective or, or that, gosh, it's that, that objective as just a, a gym uh, as part of a podcast. I mean, that's a life directive, a religion, a, a profound universal theology. What you send out is exactly what you're going to get back. I mean, that's daunting, but it's a primary crux of absolute success and opportunity and hope in, in any way you define it. It's one of the most known quotes of the Bible, no matter what faith or belief you have. Most people know this, this quote it comes, actually comes out of Galatians 6, 7. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. I thought that was interesting as I looked at that. God is not mocked. Those weighty. So no matter what your justification or reason or excuse, God is not mocked. No matter what, what you sow, it is what you will reap. Now it doesn't take away God's grace and mercy and unmerited favor. But if you sow negative things, anger, frustration, lack of compassion, revenge, criticism, judgment, intolerance, unforgiveness, selfishness, again, negativity, you'll reap this. It's natural law that God set in motion, which kind of feels, yeah, again, overwhelming. Like, oh my, I'm doomed. And we are to a degree without God's grace, which gets us all biblical. And well, if you're not good with that, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast, but come at what you send out is what you'll get back. That is is a character and action changing perspective and statement. Well, then Zig comes to you can, and if you don't know this, you haven't been listening to Zig. This is his foundational quote. You can, you really can have everything in life you want. If, and only if you help enough other people get what they want. So folks, I cited this to my five youngest kids on the way to school yesterday, talking about that. Uh, the qualities that help you succeed in your personal life and professional life are, are the exact same. I mean, you can't separate them. You can't be that disingenuous to yourself. And so here, and this comes to the title of today's show, Zig said, uh, your personal life affects your family life. Your family life affects your business life. Your business life affects your physical, your physical affects your mental, your mental affects your spiritual, your spiritual affects your financial, your financial affects your personal life. There's a circle right there. Everything affects everything else. If that's not convicting and daunting and action inspiring, I don't know what is. And your actions, your decisions every day shape your outcomes. We can't control much, but we must control ourselves. We must, as Tom Ziegler's favorite statement, quickest way to success, exchange a bad habit for a good habit. habit. Just one today. And another one tomorrow or another one next week, whatever it works. Again, it's not a right or wrong way to do it. Hey, the last point I'm going to pull out, Zig said, and it was in regards to people's excuses in essence for not succeeding. He says, it's not, no, it's not a lack of time. We all want to use that excuse. It's not a lack of time. It's a lack of direction. You have the right direction set. You will do the correct things to allow you the time to do the right things. It's not a lack of time. It's a lack of direction. And, and when you know, you first read that, I think, geez, did, did your toes just get smashed away for thin, just like mine did? I mean, it, it's okay. I, I, but I really, I don't like that statement. I want to have that excuse. I do. I feel so pressed by life and time, but it is true. Nonetheless, 
nobody's perfect in this aspect. Zig was not perfect, but we can all get better, right? I mean, Zig said, he said, when you, when you have your objectives clearly defined and a game plan on how you get there, you just don't sweat the small stuff, which made me think, meaning you don't get derailed without that rudder of a vision and a plan. You can't expect much. And I think that's what it comes down to. And I think about it, just knowing that, I mean, this is just bold faced truth that if I don't have that rudder of a vision and a plan, I don't have something outlined, whether it's on a napkin or whether you write a novel with it. If I don't have something out there, I just can't, it's, I, I'm not judged. I'm not, this isn't, this isn't criticism. I'm not less than, but I can't expect much. If I do want to expect more, it's, I don't have to be brilliant. I don't have to be genius. I don't have to have a genie in a bottle. I don't need to stroke a luck. I just need to do the exercise. I mean, I, I don't get faster running unless I go out and run. I can't expect that much if I don't make a vision and plan. If I do expect much, if I want to expect just more, a little more, I simply make, figure out what my vision is, what my direction is and make a plan. Doesn't have to be a perfect plan. Doesn't have to be a, 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 a correct plan in essence. I mean, it's going to be flawed. I, I need to think about it, make some steps. Okay. Look at a vision you want to go to, a direction you want to go to, something you want to achieve create a handful of steps. You may not be able to make a complete plan that takes you from A to Z. If you can just go from A to, let's see, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, let's go to J. All right. J for Jesus. It's Christmas. There you go. A to J. This is the A to, maybe I'll change the title. This is the A to J show. Uh, A to J, make some steps. Where do you want to go? What do you want to achieve? Who do you want to be? Where do you want to change? Map out some steps You'll know better what to do tomorrow morning when you wake up. So now we all got work to do on that. Hey, blessings to you all. Thanks for letting me spend some time with you to help inspire all of us, inspire our true performance. Thanks for listening to The Ziggler Show. 